We are back, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of uh, pre-match. Mooty, uh, don't you want to do the thing that you do? Come on, Nick. Mooty. Remix in the house there, Mr. <laughs> Nick Starthard. Um, Yes, gentlemen and ladies, we have taken a while. Lots happened since we've been on. Stevie G's been sacked. We've got Mr. Good Evening. He's back in the Premier League. We've even got what, Newcastle Man United on our title contenders, apparently, along with Arsenal. Who would have thought? This world's definitely coming to an end. Um, but we are going to be looking at the Champions League recap. We're going to see who the favorites are there. We're going to dive deeper and discuss Europe's hottest property, Jude Bellingham. Provide updates on our respective teams and give our weekend predictions. And of course, right at the end, we're going to drop a little quick fire where we're going to discuss who we think is the best player in the world at the moment. And before we move on, we've got Mr. Wonga Denga, the Denganator in the top right-hand corner. We've got Selo Lolo Kale, a.k.a. Mr. Maguire. And then we've got Nick Bruce Stothard in the bottom there, the king of the north. And that guy's, um, if so, you haven't... That guy's so far, far gone from our club. You must call me Eddie Howard, bro. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Guys. Oh, this man changes allegiances. All these teams are doing all right now. If you haven't done the right thing, don't forget to... Right, subscribe, 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 guys. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing my Kaiser Chiefs colors, guys. You know, Kaiser Chiefs is white. The nation is happy. Um... What's that, dude? <laughs> Dubious. Yeah, I don't know this guy. But before we go into the local <laughs> stuff, gentlemen, we, let's just kick it off. Champions League, UEFA Champions League recap. Wonga Denga, what are your thoughts so far of the teams that have gone through? Of course, yeah, I think, to, um, some of the big names, yeah. Yeah, I think all the, all the expected ones um, went through. I think the, 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 the biggest upset was that... Um, Maybe maybe Barcelona should have gone through, um, and I think they rightfully didn't make it through. Um, then there was Juventus as well, uh, Benfica playing well, and also I think they lost to Maccabi Haifa. Maccabi Haifa for me, despite I mean look they they, they got clattered <laughs> by the other teams, but I thought um, the way they played, um, I know Nick would call it mindless. Uh, but I mean, they, they they tried, you know, they tried to. They, they I, I I admired the fact that they actually tried, you know, um, to get the goals in, and 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 it actually, I mean, at least one of their games came through, and uh, they beat a Juventus, and I thought that was um, that was admirable. And I think they're pretty much happy, even though um, they did not probably get maybe a Euro a Europa spot, um, probably what they were aiming for on the last day. But yeah, other other than that, I think everyone it will be a good. Uh, round of 16, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, I think for me, I've, I've been obviously, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued because you more than likely will see Newcastle United there next year. And it's giving me hope because if I'm honest it's, with it's you... Not, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on, Nick. Hang on. This is Champions League talk. You're not there yet. It's not your yeah. time to bring in Newcastle in such conversations. Listen, so, no, is he not I'm getting carried away here? No, no, uh, guys, no. Guys, 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 you, you, have, you have to allow the men to dream. He was, nah. he, was singing, he was singing it's coming home last year and it didn't come home. So let him dream. Guys, <laughs> what, we're talking about the Champions League. I'm talking about the Champions League. I'm saying that I've taken, I've taken quite uh, quite a keen notice or keen um, 
sort of interest in this uh, in this competition. <laughs> and for it. me, for me, uh, it proves that the the drop off from the the, the 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 strong teams and the weak teams is massive. And um, I honestly think you could put eight Premier League teams in the Champions League, and you'd probably have five or six qualifying. I'm telling you right now. Guys, guys, I think, I think, that's, I think that's true. No, that I think it's fair, guys. But also, guys, I think sometimes as well, guys, we need to remember as well, guys, the groupings is also an important thing, guys. The group that you are you're put in also obviously uh, guys look at look at this group, right? Marseille, Frankfurt, Sporting, Spurs, guys. Yeah? Then you look at the other group, Bayern, Inter, Barcelona, Victoria Pilsen, guys. Those two groups, guys, that is tough, guys. Three actually good teams and a drop-off offensively. And then the four teams that are just four teams, you know what I mean? They beat each other. I'm telling you, those teams, no team was, like, left the group like, zero points in that group, guys. I look at that group, I'm like, yeah, man, Spurs were actually lucky to be in this group, guys. If you put them in that Bayern group and swap them with Barcelona or swap them with Inter, I don't think they make it out, you know what I mean? I think the group yeah. that you, you put in is obviously it is a determined. Look, that, that's one but, case, yeah. though. Settle. That's one situation. But I think what what Nick's saying is is saying overall, if we're looking at it, the Premier League obviously coming through Germany as well. They also came through with four teams. So we've got four the German well. league. We've got yeah. So we've got the English Premier League. We've got Italy, the German. Italy, both Italy have four three. teams come through. Italy, Italy three, Italy, yeah. Three out of the rest are one, and the rest are one. Oh, Portugal have two this oh. year, and surprisingly, right at the end, they should oh, have had yeah. three. Sporting, you mentioned the Sporting situation. That I, I couldn't believe that, but yeah, to your point, there, it was, they Spurs scraped through. But all I heard Nick saying there when he's talking about the English Premier League saying eight teams would qualify is that he wants the Super League. Am I right, Wongo? Is that, is that what you heard? No, 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 no. no what I'm saying is, if you, if you hear me out, if I'm saying eight teams could go into the Champions League and you could have easily five or six qualifying out of the out of the group stages, easily. I'm telling you right. Yeah. Now. And you at... would find you would find if you had to put, say, for example, right now, if you look at it, West Ham and Newcastle as seven and eight, they 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 can fight for a top two spot or potentially easily make a top three spot and go into the Europa League. Uh, th- that's how strong the Premier League is. That's what I've, you know, we, we're speaking about Champions League now. That is what I have, I've noticed. I've noticed that yeah, the drop-off yeah. is, is high. Nick, that's, that's an interesting, I see Silo's pulling a face in. I'm going to ask Silo to take over, but that's an interesting observation. Do you not think, though, the experience of these Premier League teams, in, so you mentioned a West Ham, they don't have the same experience as, say, for example, an Inter has in the Champions League. So they would find it a bit, a bit trickier there. Silo, what, what do you think about Nick's comment? Yeah, no, I think there's no there's sort of therefore. I think in, in, in the Champions League it is it is tough, guys. Um I think we, we do talk about Champions League pedigree. Spurs have shown that they don't have Champions League pedigree. Um, you know, they got to the final and lost the final. Um, they always come up short in the Champions League. Um a club like Liverpool has Champions League pedigree. Uh, in, uh, Real Madrid has Champions League pedigree, so I think it's about the yeah. pedigree. Of yeah, the but clubs. guys, but uh, Celo, but... Celo, you say they don't have pedigree, but they won their group. Spurs. No, they they won the group, yes, but there was a rubbish group, as I said. I I said it was a rubbish group. <laughs> a, you just said it was, it was a strong group. No, said, I said no, 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 I said, no. I said the Bayern group was strong. Their group was weak because every team can actually. They scra- how yeah, they finished on yeah, top? But, I don't know how they finished yeah, on but top. But now you you say that, but Barcelona have pedigree in the Champions League. They got the top goal scorer from last year. They couldn't even qualify. 
So my argument is my argument is the rest of the leagues are shit and the Premier League is much stronger. And if you I had more teams in the, in the Premier League, listen, you would, uh, you would Nick, Nick, Nick. I, I, I don't agree. Look at how many times the Premier uh, Premier League clubs have won the Champions League in the last ten years. It's predominantly. Spanish I'm talking teams. about this season. I'm not talking about last season, bro, or the season before. You know what's so funny though? You know what's quite funny is everyone hits Liverpool with you know the history facts. I see Settle's coming out with some history facts there instead of present facts. Am I right there, Nick? History facts. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) all right, gents. (laughs) Just, just, just going to come back to the the teams that have made it through to the next round. Wanga Denga and then Nick and then Settle. Who are your favourites to make to the final? If you are bold enough to make that prediction right now. Look, I only chose... Pick two. Two teams, right? A, a winner. So uh, look, I only chose a winner. I've, I haven't looked at the thing, but I think it's... Um, for me, because we have seen them play, and we, I definitely think a Madrid would have another chance again. I, I, I can't... Definitely, I definitely can't write them off. Um, but other teams, yeah, no. I don't see it, but I think Madrid for me, is, is a favourite to win the tournament again. I think they make it to the final. Um, you say another team, Claude. I'm not too sure how the. I only selected one. I'm not too sure how the the draw goes out in terms of which teams will fall on which side. Um, that's why. So I can't... you've got the the top seeds are Napoli, Porto, Bayern, Spurs, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Man City, and Benfica, and then the Liverpool, the Bruges, Inter, yeah, Frankfurt, Milan, Leipzig, Dortmund, and PSG. And obviously, Liverpool can't play any of the English sides. So I think PSG will obviously. If PSG go the other side, then yeah, I think but they PSG can. PSG aren't going the other side. PSG, PSG could play Bayern. Could potentially, could potentially could play, play Real Madrid or Bayern or City or. Yeah. Oh yes. Or Spurs. So the fact that the other three, the the other three uh, English teams are on the other side, Claudio suits you because you could potentially get a Benfica. Or, mm. or Porto. Hey, but Benfica. Well, that's hey, the hey, Benfica. Hey, Benfica. Give, give Claudio nah, trouble, no. bro. Yeah, but Claudio <laughs> would rather play Benfica than uh, Real Madrid. Or, 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 yeah, you'd rather play Benfica Bayern. or Bayern. Or Bayern. Hey, look, yeah. I, think, I think Liverpool at this stage would just rather not play anyone. <laughs> just get to the final. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> dude, now, you, yes, so, so. you clearly haven't been paying attention because we don't have problems in Europe. <laughs> We've got problems in the Premier League, but we'll, we'll get to that. Nick, who, who do you think? Who are you backing here? <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you three names, but the two that stand out are Bayern and Man City. I think if Haaland can stay fit, I think it will be very tough to stop them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think foresee them in a final, but you know it's obviously based on the draw. And I think so. Please repeat that for me, Nick. It skipped. Bayern Sorry. and Man City, and then okay. I personally, I think level. I think the the the. I honestly, think the teams in England are going to go quite far. You know, you might find them all in the quarterfinals. Um, but I think a Napoli is going to throw a cat amongst the pigeons this season. Yeah. Uh, yeah they play well. Really good domestically and and uh, obviously in Europe. I agree with that. Mm, 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 mm. I, I think it's, it's quite tough, right? I think it's quite an open Champions League. I think, yeah, Real Madrid can never be counted out. I think Carlo Ancelotti as a manager in that, in that competition just knows how to how to play it well. Uh, and I think in the big games, he's done very well this season. So I think the Real Madrid. Uh, Bayern, I'll, I'll put a question mark. I just want to see them 
against uh, a more clinical side because when they played uh, Barca, Barca weren't clinical in that game, uh, but they had chances at 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 uh, what's that stadium, the Allianz Arena. But obviously, at the boot uh. camp was a different different story. Uh, but yeah, let's Real Madrid uh, and I think uh, a Man City uh, in the final as well. Uh, but yeah, Bayern, let's see. Uh, I'm not saying that they can't do it, but let's see. And then Napoli, definitely, I think, uh, Dark Horses uh, making a semi-final, perhaps. Hmm. So, despite all this talk about the English league being the strongest, no one's mentioned an English team. That's pretty ironic. Man City. I said Man City. I said Man City. I said Man City. I'm sorry, I don't... You're talking about... Guardiola's continentals, you know? Anyway, James. Man City's worst... He doesn't count Man City as an English team. He wants to hear Liverpool. That's all he wants to hear. Liverpool. And then he says we can't use team. Wow. I think also, Claudio, and I know what you're going to potentially say, but I do think the January window is and the World Cup, the status of the World Cup and how far players go in, injuries, I think that's going to determine a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, the draw will be made on Monday and obviously you'll see what's what, but the the teams and and how they shape up in February is going to be completely different to now. So, I think we need to reopen this can of worms later on. Yeah, teams could make some signings, guys. Because I honestly, Claudio, I don't think Liverpool have a chance unless they get a a midfielder or two. I think well, that's that's trouble. I mean, I reckon as things stand, they still have a chance, which is the craziest thing to say. All sixteen teams, all sixteen teams have a chance. Yeah, but they got more. They got more. They've got a better chance than most, I think. I think what we've seen this season from a Liverpool perspective, we'll we'll get into the Liverpool conversation, but they do show up for these particular games. Top five. Yeah, top five. That's fair. All right. I don't, I don't put them top you five. Don't. Uh, this man's just, just keep wearing that Kaza Chief shirt there, Silo. We, we, no, we're I'm being, not going to be talking. I'm, I'm, being on, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Uh, I don't see, <laughs> I still see a lot of weaknesses in the Liverpool defense. And no, I Liverpool's. Team, and I feel but teams, Liverpool... good, teams, good teams will exploit them. Um, you know, obviously, you know, there's, 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 listen, even a, even a Dortmund against Liverpool, uh, I know they're obviously on the same side of the draw, but. If Dortmund played Liverpool, I'll back Dortmund to 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 well in that game, especially how how much trouble they gave Man City when when they played each other. All right, fair enough. I'm not going to unpack this yet because obviously we still need to be talking about our teams. But I just want to comment on the Man City section of the Champions League last night. They they played, they rotated their squad. They won three one against Sevilla. But there was a record last night. Rico Lewis, he came on at fullback, or he started at fullback rather, became the youngest player to score on his first Champions League start as he sparked the comeback. Now, he's a fullback there, Nick. As a coach, when you're looking at it, are you seeing in the modern game that fullbacks, younger fullbacks, are getting more chances at the high, highest level than any other position? Well, that's just an observation I've made recently. Because when you're looking at the, the strikers, all your high-profile teams, your big teams, your Man Cities, your Real Madrid, they all want to be signing these big-name players. But it's the fullbacks that they need understudies for. So you've got a good Trent or a Kyle Walker, and you can have an opportunity to give the youngsters a chance at right back. Yeah, I think I don't know the history of the kid. Is he is he naturally a fullback, um, or did he just play fullback last night? No, he just played fullback last night. I'm not entirely sure. He's 17. That's as much as I know about him. And yeah. So, night. so what I have seen tend to happen. Like you know, coaches can hide, for example, for lack of better words, hide say a midfield player who can do a job at right back or left back, um, and and you 
potentially won't be as found out in a left back or a right back position. Um, but if he is a fullback, yeah, I think I think it's the less risky move for a coach to play a youngster because fullback. he can hide in those positions and he can have a lot of cover in the sense where, you know, potentially, um, you know, a a, a Ruben Diaz could could sort of cover him or uh, I didn't particularly watch a game but there, there's more space um, and, uh, for, for a player in that position to to have protection um, and then also to potentially express themselves if they're playing for a team like Man City who dominate the ball um, whereas if you throw them in the midfield or you throw them at centre half or up front you know that's it's where tricky. yeah it's tricky and, and, and they, they're more focused um, that, that's a more focused position um, in which the the team will will, will attack and defend, so yeah. you know the likelihood of a mistake happening is higher, um, whereas in the fullback positions probably not. So I think coaches are probably more comfortable in just throwing them in um, on those on those positions. And I won't be surprised if the coach coach will say to the centre back that's that's covering him um, to make sure that he covers him and mm. and guide him and 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 lead him in a way, uh, probably talk to him for, for however long he was on the field and say, listen, mm. just make sure he gets through these 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 last, say, 25, 30 minutes. Mm. I agree. I, I, I want to touch on what Nick just said, man. I think it's, it is easier to put uh, youngsters uh, on the park, um, on the wings, um, on all the wider areas. So whether it is right back or on or left wing or right wing, um, it's obviously easier to kind of hide them there. And not in the spine, you know, the center backs and the center mids. It's a bit trickier when 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 you put them there uh, in the engine room. You know, you're going to be facing Erling Haaland. Uh, you know, mm. if, if when you play Man City, you know, you play you're facing Callum Wilson. You know, what I mean, so or, or Darwin Nunes. You know, what I mean, or Gabriel Jesus. You know, so I think it is a bit better if you're being put out on the on, on the wider side. There's a bit of more protection, I think, as well. Yeah, so to every aspiring footballer there, and you've got some uh, trickery, just learn how to defend a little bit better than Trent, and you've got a, you've got a real career path there through your next team there at University of Pretoria. But also, we've got Jason in the comments saying, hey, Ronaldo is pulling Ronaldo in the comments, just saying, calm, relax, everybody. saying one out of the four speakers' teams are currently in the Champions League. Can everyone just make note of that? Right, gents, we're going to move over to the Jude Bellingham sort of situation. So much talk about this guy. Wongo, we're going to kick off with you. Why are we going to kick off with you? Is because this week it's been quoted. £130 million for this 19-year-old player. This player that is absolutely the hottest property right now in European football, at least in the tabloids. You said he is worth every single penny, Wonga Denga. Why? Uh, look, I mean, uh, João Felix went to Atletico for 100 if I'm not mistaken. Um... Looking at Haaland signed for 100 as well. Grealish signed for 100. Um, if those players are going to... Haaland was 70. Oh, my bad. Cost more than... Yes, anyways. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if you're looking at... He's only just worked that out. That Grealish cost more than Haaland. Anyway, <laughs> okay. we keep But uh, look, uh, you look at the price of these players, they're obviously basing it. There's a lot of things that they, they take into consideration. Um, but if you're looking at Jude Bellingham, the way he plays, he's gonna he's 19 years old, guys. He's already um, captained uh, Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund making Champions League every year, um, having to compete against Bayern. Bayern stealing Dortmund's players every year. They're going to be taking someone good from their team, um, and Borussia Dortmund still managed to compete with them year in year out. Um, Bellingham, I mean, you watch the games the boy plays. 
um, very effective. And I, I think uh, Bellingham, you see the teams that are going after him, um, some of them playing, uh, you know, different football. I think he, he fits into all those teams. You know, he really can choose which team he wants to go, go into. And uh, just, I mean, at 19 years old, um, you know, just the understanding of the game, I mean, the dominance he has on the field at that age, I, 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 there's only one way you see for that boy, and that's up. So 130 million might even just be a bargain, to be honest with you. Where he, where he goes now, he's going to probably stay there for a, a long while. And does he leave Dortmund? I think yes. I think he has to... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to... You, you want to be the best player in the world, you can't stay at Dortmund. You're going to have to move up. He doesn't have to go now, though, yeah? yeah, true. He doesn't have to go now. But at, at some point, you'll have to, I think he'll have to leave soon. I think in the next year or two. Um, go, 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 go. Yeah. Mm. Um, go somewhere. Um, where think, does he go? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a tricky one for him because it's he's probably at a crossroads now. I think Celo said something quite key there. He doesn't have to go now. And Dortmund can probably wait till he's 21 and then, you know, decide to, to offload him. Um, mm. I was listening to something today, which is quite interesting. If you look at Sancho, moving from Dortmund to Man United, you know, it was a bit of a, it's a tricky one for Sancho because now he's had two different managers. The club was in a little bit of a, a weird space when he moved there and he hasn't really, he hasn't really set the league alight like he was doing in Germany. So he might yeah. look at Man United as an option where, you know, they're doing a rebuild now and he could be the center of that. Or he looks at his former teammate going to, to Man United and, and sort of struggling. Um, the Real Madrid one is a tricky one as well because he could go and really become uh, a Galactico, if you want to call him that, and be the best in the world at a Real Madrid. But it might be too early because, you know, Real Madrid can swallow you up. Then there's only two teams, really. And, you know, it's probably your Man Cities and, and Liverpool to... to I, thought you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say Newcastle, but come on, you should have said it! No, we could. We could. <laughs> I, I, if I'm honest with you, if 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 the summer comes and we got the champ, if we got Champions League, you know, which is probably unlikely, you know, I wouldn't mind. You know, if I'm the owner, why not just put a, a cheeky bid in there? Because you know, then you had a proper rebuild um, of of a club where it's been fast tracked probably three years in advance. Um, but going back to my point, you know. I think Liverpool need Bellingham. I don't think Bellingham needs Liverpool, if I'm honest with you. And Claudio, I'm not, it's not having a go at you. I do think that midfield needs 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 someone of, of a Bellingham. It needs a Bellingham stature. And, yep. and if I'm honest with you, if I'm Jurgen Klopp and a Man City or a Liverpool, a Man City or Man United snatch him up, um, I would be looking at my board and saying, like, you want us to challenge for the title, but I've wanted this player for the last two years and, you know, you haven't put the money down or yeah. he's decided to to go elsewhere. So, I mean, Jason says his, his shirt's hanging up in the cupboard. I, I don't think it's that, that simple because he's more than likely going to have a good World Cup and he's going to have a couple of suitors, you know, yeah. waiting in the wings for him. And, you know, if yeah. Real Madrid come for a player, it's very, very difficult any player in the world to say no to. Um, well, I think after the World Real Cup, Madrid... his pass will shoot again. Yeah, depending it's on how England do, of course, and if Southgate can get the best out of him. But, I mean, Real Madrid's an interesting candidate to mention here, largely because we know 
especially Silo, in terms of you aware of the documentary you watched regarding Figo and Perez came in, they had this idea and this vision of creating the Galacticos and he's kind of doing the mm-hmm. same thing, but he's doing the same thing yeah, under, I'm, I'm not going to say the Liverpool model, but under the model that all the, the clubs are now taking, choosing to go for finding the hottest young talent, but except he's spending all the biggest money on these players because every one of these players that have gone to Real Madrid are the players that Jurgen Klopp wanted. And it's been well documented. They're just throwing more money. So again, that, that's the big worry there for Jürgen Klopp when you're considering Real Madrid and the dream. But we do know that Bellingham's got a sound counsel and every decision he makes isn't necessarily financial. It's, it's for where he wants to go with regards to growth, success, and obviously where potentially he wants to be the best. So the question I'll ask you, Silo, out of these names that have been mentioned, your Real Madrid, Man City, Liverpool, um, who's the other one? Newcastle out of it for the time being. Yep, to your point, they, they could while being it with regards to the money that they want to throw at it, whether or not the player would go there, very unlikely in my opinion. But Chelsea's also been mentioned. Which team do you think you would advise this player to go to and why? Yeah, man, it's, 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 it is a very tricky one. I think, yeah, man, like every team, I think uh, you also make it what, 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 you know, what you, what you make of it, right? Uh, there's, there's been ta- young talents going to each of these clubs and doing very well. And there's been young talents who struggle. Um, I think uh, for, for for stability's sake, in terms of him, I think he definitely should stay clear of stay clear of a Chelsea. Um, he should definitely stay clear of a Chelsea. I think um, a Man City um, or a Liverpool would definitely be quite a kind of good place for him to be at. I think just in terms of the managers, Klopp and, and Guardiola uh, are, and they're quite settled in terms of their their jobs. Um, you know, they've actually built squads, so it's kind of adding another piece to the squads that they currently have. So I think those are the two teams that would be the best suited. Um, you know, obviously I'd be biased and say Man United, but but I think obviously that we are still we're only in the first year of our rebuild. Um, yes, it would be great to have him, uh, but yeah, we're the first uh, phase of our rebuild. Uh, we're not as settled as as the others. Um, I don't know obviously how he would he would feel about uh, about coming on board into that rebuild. And then, yeah, the Real Madrid is exciting. I think uh, Real Madrid are trying to do some interesting stuff with some youngsters. Uh, but also, I think that it doesn't make sense for a Bellingham to go to Real Madrid when Federico Valverde is uh, hot in, um, like, like one of the best young midfielders, under-23 midfielders in, in, in La Liga right now. And I see him naturally just moving into the centre of midfield where his, actually his real position is. Um, and that kind of made, you know, obviously you need competition, but I think uh, it makes more sense uh, to rather uh, put Federico in the middle and then rather invest on a wide forward um, that they need uh, going forward. Two points, though, that I just want to add. I think I think if I'm a young Englishman, I'm 19 years old, I've grown up in the UK, supported Birmingham City, came through the academy, probably watched Birmingham the Premier League. Yeah, and I think for me, I would... I don't know. This is probably because I've got British family. I've got a British passport. Like when I was a youngster, I was like, I just want to play in the Premier League. You know, I would like to think he would, obviously representing his nation, would want to go and play in the Premier League, the best league in the world. Um, so my, this from is the fourth time Nick has said it, ladies and gentlemen. He's really, you know, the, the Premier League have come out. They've given him some sponsorship on the side. Nah, yeah. man. Let's, let's have, keep doing it, Nick. It's a free promo. Free promo, guys. Free I'm promo. Using, I'm using that. Come on, Karacho, come on. I'm oh sorry. yes, anyway. Alejandro Cardacho. I don't know why he does this. Keep going, Nick. Um, so he thinks this so is a watch along. This sorry, isn't a watch along, Silo. Sorry guys, sorry guys. An 18 year old youth academy product from Man United has just scored his first goal. I am emotional. Yeah, but right we're talking now. about hottest property, not 
Ben United, you'd keep I'm going, emotional, keep guys. Going. Our best young players scored a goal. So why I mentioned again that the Premier League is the best league in the world is I'm quoting what he should be saying to himself. Um, so <laughs> I would then, if I was in, if, if I had that mindset, I would only think about the Premier League team. If that is the case, my thinking is you don't need to rush it now in January. Liverpool are in a bit of a shaky position in the league at the moment. And then Man United are in their rebuild. And then Chelsea are in a little bit of turmoil. And then obviously Man City are who they are. So why not just wait until the summer and see where those teams are, you know, in respect to their rebuilds or, yeah. you know, place in the league. You know, he doesn't need to rush it now because Liverpool might be in a transition phase. Um, I think Jason's alluded to that a few times where they might just make the Champions League this year and not win anything or go far in the Champions League and just make the Champions League in like fourth or third position. And, you know, Jurgen Klopp says to him, listen, come, you're going to be the, the first piece of the puzzle that's going to start the challenge again against City uh, possibly next season. Um, yeah. I don't know. And look, I mean, uh, Man City as well. Kevin De Bruyne is what, 30, 32, I think, this year? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. What? Oh, he can't be 32. He can't be older than Pogba. Always. Kevin De Bruyne? Yeah, he's 91, 92, I think. I think he's 31, 32 now. Surely. Yeah, he's 31 years old. So, That's correct. He's 31 yeah, so, And he's saying it's probably going to be his last World Cup as well. He's come out saying that, but keep going with oh. it. Yeah, so if he's he's gonna be oh, next diff, next year or two, yeah, I mean it's, it's gonna be sad not seeing him anymore at Man City. But next year or two, he'll probably be on his way out um, got, of Man um, City or, or have a different role there. Uh, and then they would probably definitely be looking to bring someone like a Bellingham to come and uh, uh, you know sort of repl- you could be looking at a Bellingham to replace someone like a Kevin De Bruyne. There. Um, so yeah. I think the Man City will also probably have a shout at the boy uh, come a year or two uh, from now if he doesn't decide to go now. I think Man City is the perfect place to, for him to go. I also think so, especially if he wants Champions League guaranteed. If he goes to Liverpool, a bit dicey. Champions yeah. League and Premier League guaranteed then with Haaland, former teammate. Plus, then you're looking at what's his yeah. name. You got Bernard Salzo, he's, he's wanting to leave. You've got, I did hear it, I just brushed over it because I got more important <laughs> things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Gundogan. Oh. So you got two midfielders. You know, Bernardo Silva is actively looking. Yeah, it looks like yeah. Gundogan might go to back to go to Bayern Munich. So th- there is an yeah. opening there for him, and they wouldn't mind losing those two players if they got a player like him. But two, obviously, Nick's point in terms of where he style-wise and where he'd be best fit for. You know, it depends. It would be interesting for him to go into Liverpool, and he's already been given the armband to at. Dortmund, if one of the promises is saying you come to the club, there's guaranteed leadership role here, which would be quite interesting. But anyway, that's me just speculating. Gents, we're going to move over to the Premier League and discuss but, our... But just quickly, but, sorry, Claudio, but, the but, fact of the matter is he would he would actually still adapt to playing in Spain because he's proven that he could go to a foreign country and do it. Sorry, I just wanted yeah. to add that in. So I wouldn't write off Real Madrid at all in this conversation. But my thing is, sorry, my thing with the Real Madrid thing, Real Madrid situation, is that you can always go there. Do you get what I'm saying? You you can always yeah. you go oh, to the yeah. Premier League. You have two, three, four years. It's not like Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, you can always, always, yeah, you can always go. Yes. There, yeah. 
So that's True. that's something True. I'm sure his advisors or people would be saying. Apparently, a lot of the, the speculation or the talk is the journalists and Gareth Southgate wants him to be playing in England so he can keep an eye on him and so they can help him develop from an English perspective. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But but Southgate that's what won't have a job No, he won't. But the talk is so he can be there. And so to Nick's point, he can dominate in England and then move over. So it would be interesting for him to do that and then say, cool, well, I've done Germany. I've done dominated in the Premier League and I'm going to go to La Liga and win Ballon d'Or or something ridiculous. Anyway, Celo, you wanted to make a point. No, no, I, I just wanted to just mention what I just saw. Obviously, people need to know why I'm jumping up and down. Um, no, but you heard, you heard that Tabato saying, who even watches football on Thursday? Right, we're going to talk about the Premier League. And the first team we're going to be covering <laughs> is Yorganas. Oh, Arsenal. Cody, we can't hear you. Oh, that was me. <laughs> no, <laughs> tell us where you at there with Arsenal. Where you at with Arsenal right now? Oh, well, we're on top of the log. That's where we're at. <laughs> but uh, look, flying high, it's uh, it's good. And I, I, was so, I was so happy when they postponed that uh, that uh, that match after the, the Queen's death. Um, I think it's helped us a lot. And I think... To be honest with you, I think we would not be sitting um, uh, second if it, to face them now. I think it's, yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah, now it's that good. you were supposed to play Man City, oh, and then, okay. they, then they then they postponed the match. Um, okay. It's unfortunate, unfortunate, unfortunate. Things have to be done, and yeah, but I think that's uh, helped us a bit. And yeah, look, Arsenal has yeah, we we. We've been doing well, you know, it's, and I think it's, I think um, the team is really, they're really taking it um, one game at a time, not really looking at um, where they could finish into the, I mean, who they're playing the week after that, they've been taking a game at a time and, and it and it makes me, um, look, and you know, <laughs> Jason, look, it'll be, it'll be different, like the, the worst thing here now is that is, is this World Cup. Um, that's the worst thing about this. Um, this whole thing. I don't. I know we're going to go talk about it, but I think that will how we respond after that World Cup. I think then I'll be able to see. Um, but at the current moment, I'm happy with my team, Claudio. Uh, the way we're performing. Um, again, specific, uh, specific players. If I look at um, our guys, okay, our defense has been um, is actually on point now. Um, William Saliba. He came in actually when when he came in the team uh, when he came into the Premier League. I actually, put him as my fantasy league captain. Uh, not my captain. Put him in my fantasy league squad. Cheap. It's about to say captain. Uh, yeah, and uh, I should have captained him. I mean, he wouldn't have done too bad, anyways. But I mean, he's he's been doing very well. He's been solid. Him, Gabriel, um, Ben White's also been doing well as uh, um, at the back as well. Um, and also playing out of you could say out of position. He's playing on on the on the right back. Um, I had to do that because we had Tomiyasu injured, but he's been doing well there. Um, and obviously, the position on our log shows that. I know, you know, picking, picking one player in my team to be the best player was very difficult. I mean, I'm looking at a Martinelli and Udegaard, um, Saka, Jesus, Shaka. Uh, and again, I say Shaka has been, has been well, uh, is doing well because I think now he's, he's, they are not letting him focus on, some, on the thing that he's poor at, you know, rather. Go forward, you know. I don't think he can uh, do that bad up front, but and he's actually doing well, um, getting in the goals. He's actually putting in some nice balls in there for for Jesus. 
Jesus is also going on a bit of a dry run, and I hear this English media. You mustn't listen to this nonsense. Oh, six games without scoring. Yeah, yeah. You mustn't listen to that nonsense. He can doesn't have to score the goals. You know, you know the goddamn goals in him, eh? You know that. That yeah, yeah. He came like half the amount of minutes. Even Jonathan. His team is on top of the league. That's all that matters. There's a lot of players who scored more than Jesus, eh? A lot of players, guys. I think we can we can each name a player from our club. Rashford. Yeah, and I mean Callum Wilson. We are scoring our team is scoring goals. That's what matters to me now. I think we mustn't be yeah, yeah, yeah. Right back. <laughs> anyway, well, so, keep going, keep going. Yeah, so, so, so your main man's not scoring look, goals, but he's he's been influential uh, for the side. Yes. So what yeah, happens? Look, when I mean, he gets I, um, that's the only question I ask. Um, he's been very influential. That's what I worry about. But I think I I do think then a guy like Inketia, then you tell him, okay, now it's time, chap, because he's always been asking to. He says he, he, he will prove himself. If he, if he's literally said it. Like the only problem he has at the moment is that now, you know, they're asking him to, you know, they want him to perform, you know, uh, to perform at his best. But he only gets like 15 minutes, 15 minutes. He's saying, look, give me three, give me three straight games there, at least three straight full games, and if I don't perform after that, then you know you can have uh, questions about. I mean, whether he's. You know, fit for the job or not? But do you think they're just going to give him three games? Where's he going to get the three games from? You guys are top of the log. Arteta's not going to be playing around. He's already being linked with the Barcelona job. He wants that job. He's not going to mess around. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. So, I think on on, on that point, I think we're doing well. Even uh, Partey as well came back and he scored two. Two goals, you know, um, two similar goals uh, from outside the box. He's been trying that. He tried that many times last year, but it never worked. Um, and now, I mean, he's, he's finally getting those things on target. But you can, so you can see, there's a lot of there's a lot firing for my team at the moment um, compared to what was happening last year. And that's why um, I'm I'm very happy with them. I can't for, for me to pull out one person and say that he's there is no standout performer to be honest with you. I mean, there were times like would be, I mean. Finished top four, and you know you had Robin van Persie who was, I mean, outstanding. I mean, you had the times when Cesc Fabregas was there and Adebayo was there, but at the moment, I think uh, the Austin, the way the team is looking, I think we, um, I think we we just we playing well together. I think if you uh, most, uh, I think for most, imp- I can choose an impactful player, the most impactful player, and I think that would be a William Saliba. Um, he's come in and our defense has yeah. just, whew, mm-hmm. it has okay. been, it's solid now, yeah. It's 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 flat solid. So yeah, I, I think yeah, I can say he's made a huge difference for them, and they're doing quite well right yeah. now. And they are they are at the top of the log, and they are pushing for the title. To many people, surprise whether or not we all know everyone's fighting for second. But let's talk about possible second place finishers up next, and uh, that's going to be an interesting one. We just need his full attention there. Oh, second the place, man, Man United. This is just what I've been hearing from all the Man United fans. I've been getting loud. No, Everything I'm hearing no. on the streets, I say, we're going to finish second. We're going to finish second. Ooh. So, look, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts. This is what I've been hearing which, there. Just what do you tell which, me? What's happening with your team? Things. Casemiro's come which, out. Which Man United Casemiro's come out and he said, he said some big things here. Yeah? He said, in particular, what did he say with regards to his new manager? He said, Ten Hag has a winning obsession. I've oh, yes. seen this he in only a few managers. Yesterday. How does that make you feel there, Silo? 
Hey, yeah, Mr. But, Ten Hag, he's got a winning obsession. Finally, yeah, someone but, who wants to win at Old Trafford. No, but but that that is facts. That's not a lie. That's 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 facts. Ten Hag does have does have a winning obsession. Um, I think that's that's not a lie. But I don't know. Sorry, so long, which, does which, everyone which... else notice when he speaks about his team how his tone changes? Does everyone notice mm. that? Mm. He gets like this. This seriously, yes, you know, it's my team now. It's my time to talk. As, as you were, so look, let's hear it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just talking like my normal voice, my normal voice, you know. But 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 in all in all honesty, I think uh, Man United, uh, it's it's looking good, you know, in terms of I think the defensive side of things. I think we've been obviously quite, you know, we're doing quite well. Uh, we haven't conceded uh, a, a goal from open play for about eleven hours. I think it is now. Um, you know, so that, that that that's quite good, um, and I and I like the actually the improvement in certain players. You know, from 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 last season to this season. You know, Diogo Dalo has has you know has you know gone gone in leaps and bounds in terms of his performance. Uh, he's the he's becoming the defender that Jose Mourinho described him as. Jose Mourinho described him as the best young uh, fullback in Europe uh, when he signed at the age of nineteen. Now he's twenty two, uh, and he's obviously living up to expectations finally. Uh, but I think people want to buy him as well, Yeah, people want to buy him, but I think we'll obviously offer him a new contract. Uh, he's got, he's got, I think, a year option as well. We'll probably exercise that and then give him some more money as well, and then maybe get a five-year contract. He's definitely looking, looking the part. I just think, uh, just as Man United, we just need to um, just get, 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 get other players on on form or fit. Um, uh, Martial, particularly, just because, just, yeah. just from a point of view that we we kind of have rely on Ronaldo to be to be firing, but Ronaldo actually doesn't maybe sometimes play the way uh, Ten Hag wants him to play. But he is he is he is trying to do stuff, try, and he he was told not to come as deep as he does uh, in, in, in in the previous game because he likes to come deeper sometimes. I don't know why he likes to come so deep. Yeah, he's at the half. He should be the focal point, you know. He should be the focal yeah. point. Yeah, and, but he and... comes. He comes deep because he needs to get a touch on the ball. That's what he wants. Yeah, he, he wants he, a touch he, on the ball before he's in the box. And the problem is, yeah. and I watched. I watched last week's Thursday. I know because yeah. there was nothing else on Thursday, so I watched it. I watched the one Man United game. My life there. Yeah. But he, so he comes deep because he just wants to get involved, and because he knows if he collects collects deep, he can also have long range shots. He knows but, that. But you, but you see, then, then then he has those frustrating long range shots, and then he doesn't con- doesn't hit the target, and he gets frustrated. I think sometimes. He's 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 interplay can be better. So if you come deep, your interplay needs to be better, and that's where Ronaldo's in, his interplay has never been really amazing. That's where Martial, uh, he, Martial's interplay is very good. You know, Martial can hold up the yeah. ball, can play a one touch. You know, touch, touch, touch. You know, so I think that that's where that's where we. But we, to be we, fair, as well, but Ronaldo Martial. doesn't get many balls in the box when he's playing a front though. Uh, that's the thing. That's also why he's coming last, short. Last week, last, last, last game, game. Oh, last game, yeah, but, but he's waiting. Yeah, but a lot of the time, he's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. We fed him. We fed him. We fed him. We fed him chances. We fed him chances, and he missed a lot, and he only scored one. So we're feeding him, and then he's missing. But True. as, I'm, uh, as but, but, but 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 what I'm saying is that is that I think the team is coming along nicely, and I think obviously mm-hmm. we'll, we'll our aim should be to finish in the top four. The the the, the finishing second thing, I think that is very premature. Especially when we're uh, Arsenal doing so well and a Man City doing well, um, uh, those those should be the favourites to finish the top two. Those should be the favourites to finish. Those should be the favourites to finish top two, and then I think obviously top four is where we should be aiming. Uh, where Man United, Chelsea, Spurs, 
and the Magpies should be. Ah, should there be we go. The, I like that. Be fighting, I like be fighting, that. For, be fighting for the top four <laughs> together. So I was gonna say, I was gonna say, all I'm hearing from you is that the goat is messy. But because you gave me that nice comment there, I'll take that that, that, that <laughs> thought back. <laughs> but, but for me, for me, when I look at Man United, um, I, there's definitely improvement. Yeah. I thought when they played against. When they played against Newcastle specifically, I, I found them a little bit toothless. But then also maybe I underplayed how well Newcastle maybe played in that game. Mm-hmm. I think in general, you know, I, I think they have this marked improvement. And I think, like you said, individually. But I do think long term, and I think January is a great opportunity. I think you need to get a proper number okay. nine. No, who can do. who can actually, you know, be the but who, not the final? Nick, who, who would that number nine be? I mean, I right now know, on the market, who would you get? We must go for we must go for Benjamin Sisko. Benjamin Sisko uh, at at RB uh, Salzburg. Yeah. Uh, listen, he's he he has signed for 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 Leipzig uh, to be signed next season for about twenty five million uh, pounds. But uh, Leipzig apparently are willing to cash in already. Uh, before even him playing for for, for them, he obviously where does he a, play now? Uh, he plays he plays for Salzburg, so he plays for the Austrian. Oh, the Austrian, Leipzig. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So he'll go to he'll go from RB one RB to the other RB, and obviously it's not a fair market value transaction because they were quoting Premier League clubs for 30, 40 million pounds, uh, but now you're going to this to this family group in twenty two million pounds. Uh, but I think he's he is a good talent. Uh, but listen, they stand out in the World Cup, eh? They'll always yeah, be, no, the, no, the, be like the, two or three that will just like definitely, you haven't definitely heard of they, they, they will be some players there, and they have mentioned that uh, Man United is looking in the in the South American market as well uh, for for a possible striker. They, and you know, in the South American market, you do find uh, some gems. You know, I mean, you've you've seen your Rodimo Falcao, your Sergio Aguero's go to maybe not the biggest. Uh, European heavyweights, but going to You're getting Man City's uh, new one, man. Alvarez, everyone is talking Alvarez, about Holland being injured, but the man stepped up two assists, River Plate. Night, one goal. He's from River Plate, you know. What I mean, that's and, that, and that's a decent one goal. side. And he's he's, he's played Copper, Copper, he, he won Copper than uh, Libertadores before. So, obviously, I think those type of players could be the guys that we should be looking at, um, in Colombia and Argentina and Brazil, wherever. I think they, there's very good talent, um, if need be. You can even come to South Africa and, and, and try to become something. Yeah, <laughs> maybe become a Peter, a Peter, a Peter, a Peter Charulile. Since he's going in all the sundowns, since he wants to be sundowns. Maybe, maybe they must, maybe sign him. Yeah, he wants to be, he wants to be towns. Yeah. Jets, before we move on, does he really want to leave? No, he wants to. Apparently, they want. Apparently, Peter wants him in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, hey, you'll pay him, you'll go. Philo, yeah. so, before we discuss the next team, who's been the most impactful signing for Man United? I mean, I've got a name off the top of my head there, but who who do you think's been the, the best player there? Uh, me, for, 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 for my side, it has to be uh, Lissandro Martinez. I think he's been the most impactful signing. I think um, just the you know the aggression he's brought into the into into the into the defense into the team. Um, uh, you know, obviously they were talking about his height at the start of the season. Ah yes, he is. He is a short player, but he's the same height as Carlos Puyol and and, and Fabio Cannavaro. I'm not saying he's mm-hmm. that, that that level, but I'm just saying that uh, he's proven that his height is 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 just uh, his height. Uh, but playing playing out from the back, his his passes through the lines is amazing. Um, yeah, so I think he's been the most impactful signing. 
Yeah, Casemiro. Yeah, the name. Ah, uh, Casemiro there for Nick. Okay, Wonga. No, uh, no, I agree, Celo. I think I think Lasano Martinez would be the one. Yeah, and he's also hit his doubters right on the head. Wonga, how many Man United games have you watched this season? Quite a few. Um, uh, look, uh, maybe. I was just going to check me, you went with the green with Celo because you didn't actually have one. <laughs> no, you know, you know, honest, you know who I had Nick before was um, was uh, I would have said uh, uh, an Ericsson, Ericsson, but then the yeah, but I, I, no, but I, I've watched him a lot. That's, that's I think for me. Yeah, that's I think I think, yes. I think Martinez would fall number one for me because Ericsson, I think. Yeah, he's done well, but I think definitely Martinez would. But guys, so yeah, why I say Casemiro is in that position? You, it's it's like I was listening to this other thing where there was like players that you you thought were so rated, but they were actually so underrated by you know say the English media, yeah. and like mm. Michael Carrick was probably one of them, and he's doing that sort of job I think for for Man United, yeah, and also like he's technically. You know he's he's a complete upgrade on on Fred, complete. Uh, even though I know they've been playing McTominay, McTominay. He's an, like if you had to take those two out, and you play Ericsson as a ten, you have Casemiro and then maybe a Fernandez. You, it's not. I know it's not going to happen. But what I'm saying is that if it comes down to that, Casemiro is <laughs> that guy won the Champions League a few times. You know he's. It's not his. It's not his first rodeo, you know. So, for me, I I think he's going to be key to the rebuild. If I'm honest with you, from that midfield, because Celo, you've been crying for the last two seasons about your. Oh, midfield. hard, bro. Hard, hard. You know, you know. I I think the mentality is 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 something that also that is brought to the team. I think obviously that that last minute that last minute equalizer against against uh, Chelsea. Um, you know, being hungry in the box, going for that ball in the box, you know, something that, yeah. that probably, obviously, he's not signed for, for for scoring a header, but it's something that he actually does have in his... In but have his, you seen his, some his of his balls as ball. well? No, I've seen his passes. He's passing, he, he, he had an assist for, assist for, 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 for Ronaldo's goal against Everton, um, and his passes underrated. He had a nice ball against uh, against, uh, against, against Newcastle with the outside, the outside of the foot. Of the foot yeah. oh, that, was, that was delicious. Yeah. And, and Rashford missed that but at least the next two headers is obviously scored. In but the, you know what I was different. saying? Actually, I know we're going a bit long on this, but if Ronaldo was there on the field, if they never took him off, that's a goal. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't that's had time goal, to speak goal. about that. That's a goal. That's a goal. That's a goal. That's a goal. You're right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Right, well, Nick, you weren't here for the last time this made an appearance, but uh, you are here today. So oh, I was waiting. Talking about. I was waiting. I was waiting. It's it's it's, it's there. Oh, Nick, it's that's there. Nice. Yeah. That's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the top half. You're the top half. We waited for half. Newcastle. Yeah, we waited for them to make top four for them to get an animation. Like, They're there now. So now they've got an animation. Guys, Let's talk. That looks like a top four, Chris. That don't you think? <laughs> You know, I read something. Oh, I read something quite funny. They were talking oh, about uh, Callum Wilson and if he should make the England team, and that's not my discussion now. And uh, they said, yeah, if he had gone to a big six team, you know, he would be a regular in the English, uh, the England, you know, national team. And some hmm. Geordie just replies, "There, mate, he's playing for a top four club now, so you have nothing to worry about." <laughs> 
I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to worry about also, top six, boys. We're top four. Also, Nick, you, you jump straight off the back with regards to Wilson. What about Almiron? We got all these edit, all these conversations with Grealish, really? Almiron. Grealish, the 100 million player. Yeah. All of a sudden, Almiron gets slandered by the guy and he's come out and he's doing the thing with Eddie Howe. No, I think... I know uh, we mentioned this in the past. I love it, guys. I love it. Just, I love it. Uh, I'm super chuffed also just for the fact that he, he was signed under Benitez reign um, and also playing probably a pragmatic style of football, but with probably a little bit more of a tactical nounce. Playing under Bruce, he was so limited. You know, I was looking at stats of how we were completely, you know, outplayed in matches. We would have 14, 15, 20% possession. That's not Almiron. Almiron needs to get the ball and run at players and combine. And he's thriving under free-flowing ADR. So... Nah, he's he's always had the talent, um, oh. but I think he needs to he needs to sort of be released, and you know he's got the confidence now. I think he's got like three of his six goals um, could literally be in the in the like goal of the month contenders. Like, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. They have a really good. Really good. That volley, the volley he hits. I remember yeah. that volley he hits. Uh, from, yes. Yeah. Goes over the from was it Bruno's pass? Bruno yeah. passed it down. Yeah. Came over. I, th- I yeah. think what's yeah. nice is what's nice is obviously Callum Wilson scoring, um, but we're getting goals from other areas, which is is obviously refreshing. Mm. I think the most refreshing thing is and lots of goals. Isak and say maximum aren't even playing, so yeah, that's probably also you know really really good. You know, seeing as though they're not playing, and once they back, you know, I think that's up to Eddie Howe to see how he fits them all in, and 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 how good can we actually be? Also, you know, a funny thing the rest is, of the guys, oh, go ahead, Wonga. No, funny thing is my my so this weekend we're doing fantasy league, so me and my cousin thought it was a good thing to get Newcastle players. He got Almiron, and he captained him by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the current I've got Wilson in my team. I've got Wilson in my team, and, and I'm about and I'm about to get Almiron. I just had to do a, yeah. a reshuffle because I had too many Newcastle players in my team, so I had to yeah. take out Pope to make way for Almiron. Yes. Can you imagine first world problems? You know, guys are having guys are having pr- like real stress in how many Newcastle players they can actually fit into their team. You know, yeah, yeah, it's true. Back in the past, you know, it's funny. I've been before one Trippier since game one, eh? game week one. Trippier's been my team since game week one. Eh? Same here, same here. But listen, yeah, well, just, I mean, can, yeah. I, can I jump in here, Claudio, just to have a go at Jason here? You know, <laughs> what? Please just explain Wait, 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 Nick, 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 Nick. Wait, can you have a go at someone in the comments? Can you have a go at someone in the comments? You've got to read the comment out for our listeners that are listening. So, so, so Jason, Jason sort of suggests that I think that all... Newcastle's English players should be going to the World Cup. And quite frankly, um, 90 or 80, 75%, 80% of them should be. Um, Nick Pope should be going, um, <laughs> which he will be going. Um, Callum Wilson should be going. And, and I'm not saying this just because he's a Newcastle player, but I honestly think if England have a chance, they need to be taking three strikers, Kane, Wilson, and Ivan Tony. I think it's a no-brainer. Those those three strikers are in form, and why why wouldn't you take three strikers? Um, the other one is probably an outsider, but I would say um, Dan Byrne 
potentially because Chilwell's just got injured. He can play left back, he can play left centre back, and England centre backs aren't doing too well at the moment. We've kept six clean sheets, Damn guys. Burn. Damn burn normally. Come on, Nick. I was with you. I was following you. I was agreeing with you too. <laughs> Damn burn. Come on, bro. Wow, man. Okay. So, so who got the clean the, the six clean sheets? Did a did a Man United left back get that? I don't know. Tell me. Um, we've only considered one. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm asking about your clean sheets. How's your left back then? Uh, how many clean sheets does Man United have? I don't know. I don't know. Tell me, Man United. I just know we're at the top of the list, so everyone, I look down on everyone. Man United, <laughs> uh, Man, Man, Man United have Man United have six clean sheets. Uh, wait, sorry, no, no, wait, wait. wait All right, wait, wait, Sel, the fact you're trying to defend this um, is not the time or place. You can have that off air with Nick. I think uh, Nick's made a valid point. Nick, before we move over to the next team, because we are running out of time. is natural. natural. No, obviously. Yeah. Come on, obviously. Yeah, he will. He uh, with with Rhys James being injured, I think then it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. I think they were probably level, Nick, if you're being honest, right? They, they're of the same caliber of right backs, right? <laughs> This James doesn't score you goals, so no. Ah, to Jason. He does. Guys. He does. He does score you goals, bro. What's wrong with you, Reese James? Or Hector Trippier? Come on. He scored. He three scored. Not Ricky. He scores from open play. He scored a goal. Uh, man, those are goals yeah, from the Champions that's League. That's a different style of football. For yeah, but remember, James Trippier is a Southgate's love child. Okay, James. Before we move over to the next club, Wonga Denga Gimarange. Does he leave Newcastle end of the season? Yes or no? You could sign him, actually. Hey? Oh, no, I don't think he sleeps. Hey, Claudio, no, you, I think he Claudio, you'll be a good signing for you guys. I'll eh? take him. I'll take him. I think he'd fit in well there. You know, you know I think he stays. Feeder club. They play okay. the way they play. I mean, ah. if he leaves, I don't think that would be... It would make sense to me. But um, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. But I think he stays. He's doing well in the team. The I think there's only upwards from here. If, you, if you're using your your head, you can only see there's only upwards the from here. No, 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 before Nick gets to say anything, what do you think? What do you think? No, man, I, I think, listen, listen, guys, when you, when you, when you signed for, for Newcastle, before Nick actually found out who he was, I said he's a sentiment <laughs> that should be playing for a traditional top six side. That's what I said. He's it's... so salty. <laughs> so, 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 he's leaving the end of the season. What do you think? Man? I, I, I don't know. Say? I just think he should be played for a traditional top six so, before he signed. So, we are at risk. We are at risk if we don't continue building. But he just had a, a baby like last week. And he said, um, when asked, he said, Is your son going to be a Geordie? He says, Yeah, he's a Geordie. He's born in Newcastle. So, I don't see uh, I don't see him leaving. And just to answer Jason's question, uh, do I think Trippier is ahead of all of them? It was, it was more of a statement. Um, our argument is that Trippier is ahead of Trent, and that will always be the case. Oh, no, no, 100%. No, 100%. Come on. Reese James is decent. Um, Kyle Walker is a yes. tricky one because he's right center back of the three. But if he plays right back, he probably is ahead of all of them. Yeah. No, no, but also, we've got to think about the fact that Southgate, Southgate thinks like you, Nick. Sorry, what, what, what was the question? What is your thoughts on Newcastle? G- give my team some credit. Give, me, give Man, my team some I... love. So I subscribe to The Athletic and there are two teams that I read about like on a daily basis. Liverpool and Newcastle is the other one. Logic, as I told you, I've got, I've got a soft spot for Newcastle. But I think they're in the right place at the moment. The, we've spoken about the 12th man week in, week out. No, 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 no. I, 
settled. My story goes way before I even knew Nick with Newcastle. Manager, I think manager 2000 it was. A football manager. I managed Newcastle. And we went far. We went far together in the Champions League. And since <laughs> so then, I was like, table, hey. Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, it was, it was 2004, actually. I it's, think it's, it was, it's, it's, it's like, 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 it's frightening how quickly they're doing this. That's that's the one concern I have from my side because I would have liked them to be like three or four steps further behind and still supporting them. Now I don't like the fact they are competing right now. I was hoping maybe further down the line. But yeah, the world's your oyster. If they keep going this way, January, if they are in contention before this World Cup with this top four spot, which it's likely they will be, I don't see why they're not going to go out in January and just, just say just they're going to spend... Money, yeah. Yeah, and they will do it, and they'll make sure they keep the top four spot and give no, uh, Eddie Howe a real chance I think, I think, I think in all honesty, I think every club uh, in January, they need to assess where they are in the lock at that point in time, and they, whatever position that they thought of adding in the summer, they should add in the winter. Because, for instance, Man United needs a striker. They shouldn't wait till the summer. They should do in the winter. Newcastle needs a certain type of player, whichever position it is. He knows what it is. And they'll, they must do it. Liverpool is a midfielder. They must do it. Arsenal needs, uh, I think, another, another, uh, like, um, no defensive-minded midfielder actually, Wonga, uh, because obviously if Partey uh, goes to jail, then you need another midfield type of thing. So the bonus to Newcastle, gentlemen, is that they'll only be playing one game a week, and the other teams in contention will be in. <laughs> and look at look at how that. Um, yeah, I don't want to get, get ahead of myself, but I agree with you, Claudio. If we're in the position, why not have a full go at it? And you know what? We haven't even spent the most. You know, we haven't even opened the bag yet, the bag of money. Yeah. I think once yeah. we do... Then, but I think it's yeah. still highly frustrating for the likes of Jurgen Klopp and he's looking over the shoulder and he's going, shit, yeah. man, these guys are just spending a lot of money on average players just to just to fill the spots right now and have a decent squad where I need to fill yeah. this, the, the gap, the one big gap, and I'm not to, getting what need I need. Yeah. How, much, how much was Darwin Nunes? Ah, oh, bro, 64 million. No, it was 64 million worth it yeah, to go up replaced. to 80 based on clauses. The thing is, you needed True, to replace really. other players. You, you, one was out and one was in, so you didn't really move anywhere. How much? How much? How much was? How much was Luis Diaz? What are you? Why are you talking about this, bro? I think it was it's, 50, it's not about the. Sixty, I think, even. No, yeah. it was not it was even. It wasn't sixty. You mad? It was sixty. Don't no, say it was sixty. No, it was with add-ons. With forty-six. With forty-six million. Okay. Okay. Guys, yeah, if you're going to speak facts about my team, get the facts right. Okay, that's first. No, I'm asking. I, I ask questions. Right. I ask questions. I didn't say anything. I asked a question. You gave me the answers. Darwin uh, Nunes is 100 million euros, including add-ons. Guys, if we're going to do direct comparisons and prices and all the rest of it, what you've got to understand with regards to the situation with Liverpool is that, and where people keep talking about this, and it's not Liverpool fans are sour grapes. What we're saying is, when we're looking at what Jurgen Klopp has done, Jurgen Klopp has punched far above his weight. And when we're looking at what, and when we're, we're looking at what Man City have done, and when we do the Liverpool crest, do the Liverpool crest, do the Liverpool crest. <laughs> You've pissed him off now, silly. Do the Liverpool crest. It's you talking about it anyway, so people just need to get. Continue. Anyway, we're not going to go down this path, but we're going to discuss. We don't actually. Have we, have to to. Talk about this. we have to. We have to because we don't have much time because we're only meant to be Liverpool act like. The, the bottom of the barrel club 
it spins 10 million pounds a, 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 a window. When they go, <laughs> 10 million pounds. Are you listening to Mr. Nexus United? Yeah. Listen, you just spent no, over 2 I'm billion not, over the course no, of 10 listen, years and get the piece of shit. Now they're listen, only finding competing when after listen, the six manager. Now listen, they're getting lucky. You guys, Claudio, when you look at Claudio, numbers and you're a financial Claudio, guy, listen, you're a financial Claudio, guy. How can you not Claudio, understand the knock-on effects of how things work in football? Claudio, how can you not understand that? Claudio, my club is not a all-round club. It's not a all-round club. We just signed because we just signed signed shiny things. We signed shiny things because they're gonna give us money. You know, <laughs> gonna, uh, in terms of marketing, I'm talking about a, a football club that has run well, like Man City, like Liverpool. You know, you make the right signings, football decisions. You know what I mean? You must not act like you guys have spent zero. That's what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you guys say that you no, spend zero... But, Celo, you're also, but you're also taking what I'm saying out of context and you're saying that I'm saying that and I've never communicated that. I'm saying the options are very different. Newcastle can decide they're going to go... I don't know what happened there, Claudio. Oh, you're can you guys hear me? What happened? Yeah, yeah, you're back. I hear you now. I was saying the options are very different. I was saying, I'm not saying Liverpool have nothing to spend. The difference is Liverpool have to spend wisely. Liverpool don't just spend what they spend. They need to win. They need to perform, make the money. They then see, oh, is it going to the stadium? Is it going to the academy? Is it going here? Okay, then we need to sell off X, Y, Z, put that money in, and then go buy the players. Newcastle don't need to do that right now. Man City haven't done that for 10 years. And now they've got into the point where they've bought quality. They can afford to sell Jesus for 50 million, Zinchenko for 50 million. And all of a sudden, the books are balancing. And now last season, they're saying, oh, net balance. Next ba- net balance. Look at what Liverpool spent. No, 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 no. It's very different. It's a different competition. It's over time. And that's why it's over time, yeah. And that's what's happened now. And and you know what? They've they failed. They have failed because yes, you know Liverpool great business model, fantastic. But they have failed in a sense because the last dance has come and it's moved past because the aging players have moved on. Klopp squeezed every bit of the juice out of the players, and now yeah. we need to rebuild. And the problem is we've been caught with our pants down, and that's 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 where we are. Right Fabinho now. must go. But, but also, the injuries have, haven't what? affected us at the wrong time. Who you said Fabinho was good? No, Fabinho's all right. Fabinho, you talk about newborn babies. Henderson, Henderson must go. Henderson must go. Man. Yeah, Fabinho's had Both newborn baby. I'm telling you, he's not sleeping. But what I can say this, gents, is, <laughs> I, this, isn't, this isn't much of people are going to say excuses. The, the injuries have been a real thing. Yes, there's a glaring. Nick constantly speaks about the high line, the midfield. Yes, yes, yes. Konate making his full debut or coming back the other day in the Champions League. Van Dijk looked a different player. Konate is the man to secure things at the back, no doubt. He's come in, he's confident, and we have been sorely missing him. Trent, who's shocking defensively, also looked okay at right back. So that's, that's currently what we need, just to keep a clean sheet and to make sure within the first 20 minutes, for flip sakes, we don't concede. Because what we've conceded the first goal, what, I think it's like 14 out of 16 games, ridiculous. Yeah, and that's psychologically, yeah. you can't. Can't do it. And I think when, we, when we're looking at it and we're saying, well, why are Liverpool doing really well in the Champions League and they're not doing well in the Premier League? It's because the Premier League has been a slow start. So psychologically, they're going, oh, we know the World Cup's coming. We want this break. But the Champions League, we started off fresh. We started off okay. And we're still there to compete so we can still perform and it's a big game. There's nothing wrong. You know, you know it's, a, it's almost like a small club mentality when you're showing up for the big games and the smaller games, you're kind of a bit more complacent and you're tired and you, mm-hmm. you're forcing yourself to try and perform. And that's where they're at right now. From a Liverpool perspective, but enough about that. If anyone else wants to who's, add their two cents before we go, who's, who's, who's been your most impactful signing at, at Liverpool? Oh, dude, I think it's without doubt the boys that came in last are the ones that have the most impact this season because they've played the less game or least amount of games at Liverpool. So you're looking at Diaz came in. January, he did the business. Jota came in, he's done the business, and it's your new players, the fresh players. I think the other players, obviously, Fabio Carvalho is getting minutes where he wasn't probably meant to get the minutes he was meant to get. He's a young boy, he's got a lot of potential. When he's on the ball, he's got moments where he looks 
technically like is a Coutinho-esque type of player. Obviously, nowhere near that level yet, but he's, he's got real talent. Elliot, there's a lot of a lot of talk about Elliot. Is he good enough to play for Liverpool and and and? But he's also still very young, a lot to learn there, and he's he's very you know versatile. And the one player who's come back from a Liverpool perspective is Curtis Jones, who in my mind is incredibly underrated. He's incredibly technically gifted, and he's actually an attacking player that you find in the in the academy is playing up front. And now they've asked him to do the role in the midfield. And I think he can do a lot of things. He just needs game time. And now with the injuries, he will get his game time. So that's my mind. That's where I'm at. And also credit to Klopp. He's managed his 400th game for, for Liverpool. 400th game. And also listen to the stat, gents. Klopp is the seventh manager to take charge of 100 plus Champions League games. Only Pep has had more wins in his first 100 games. And that's 61 compared to Klopp's 58. What do you think about that stat when you're comparing the two? I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think oh. with, the, with the tools in his toolbox, I think it's freaking amazing. I think, uh, I think obviously we know that Pep is a, is a chick. Okay, let me say, let me not say we know, but I think he's been obviously labeled as a checkbook, as a checkbook manager that he's always, he's always had the checkbook open at every club. So I think, um, yeah, for club to do that, um, you know, with, with uh, FSG um, obviously tightening the pockets there, I think it's I think it's fucking it's fucking it's fucking it's fucking amazing. Um, Jesus, <laughs> that was quite that was quite a response. Apologies, anybody who's under eighteen watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's uncut, boy. It's uncut. It's uncut. <laughs> this guy. This guy. I like know, three times. You're like. But anyway, gents, I, I think the one thing we do need to point out about Jurgen Klopp, though, is that everyone talks about FSG, his purse, his hands, whatever, it's all tied. But I think there's there's a part of Jurgen Klopp that likes the fact... You know, he, he likes the fact he doesn't spend the same amount of money as the other guys. He's recently yeah, come out saying, no, succeeds. he needs to. But when yeah, he when succeeds, he succeeds, that's always that's that's you feel better that way, like because you've done it with less resources. Yeah, but, but uh, Claudio, do you so... not think for me though, and, I, and this might be uh, opening another can of worms, do you not think the excuses are getting a little bit too much? Because uh, have you ever heard Cla- uh, Claudio? Have you ever heard Klopp say that we've like come out and said we weren't good enough, and I got it wrong? Yeah, he said that. He, he normally says, he says when the players fail, it's his responsibility, so he gets it wrong. He has said that. But, but I think at the yeah, same yeah, time, yes. But, but not as much as, there are quite a few excuses though. Do you agree? Like he does complain I, a lot. I think He's it's very important. No, no, no. But I think it's very, I mean, if you look at Ferguson, and I, and I think, no, this I, is why a lot of, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're and, right. I, and I think if when you, you, when you look at like a lot of fans, right. Yeah, I mean, Ferguson would never do. And that's why I didn't like Ferguson. And that's why I think the neutral probably doesn't like Klopp. But that's also yeah. why Klopp's such a good... And Ferguson was a good manager, and he's a good manager. is because he, he doesn't come out players, and say yeah. that. He defends his players, and then he has the conversation behind closed doors. He's not a Mourinho or Conte calling out uh, Deli Ali or so, whoever they're calling out and putting the pl- player on, yeah. serving them that's to the true. public, saying yeah. this player's not... It's, it's a very different, yeah. different model. No, but gents, we're going to move over. Move over to the... We were going to talk about the World Cup, but we don't have time for that. So we're going to go over to the betting corner predictions. The first game is Chelsea versus Arsenal. A big one there for, for the Arsenal, the Gunners. We're going to start with Selo. We're going to go Nick and then Wanga. Selo, what do you think is going to happen there? 
what game is this guy? I, I just I'm just reading Jason's comment there. Uh, it's always Arsenal, great when, when, Arsenal and great. Arsenal and Chelsea. Oh, I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a one-one uh, hard foot, yeah. uh, hard foot, hard foot game. Uh, I think uh, Chelsea yeah. will obviously recover post the the four-one loss to Brighton. So I think it's going to be a one-one. One-one. Yeah, Nick. I also think I I, th- I think there'll be a few more goals than that. I think it will be a two-two draw. <laughs> Yeah, look. Um, for me, if you if you guys are doing your fantasy league, don't choose a Chelsea goalkeeper. That's all I can tell you. Um, Arsenal will, I think, will punish these guys, um, especially after the beating they got from from Brighton. I think um, I say three. Let's say let's say we maybe get a mistake in ourselves. Let's say three one, three one to Arsenal. Hey, I like these Arsenal fans when they they find their voices. We just want the same sort of uh, emotion when you come back on Thursday. I'm going to say a Chelsea win. 100%. 2-1 uh, oh. for, for Chelsea. Next game, Aston Villa versus Man United. Silo. Yeah, I think it's going to be a 2-0 a victory to Man United, yes. But good evening is back. Uh, obviously, I, I respect him as a manager. I think he obviously was hot done by when he was coaching Arsenal. I think he did very well uh, at Arsenal. Um, and has proven no he's done, he's, he's done no quite well. Uh, and Villarreal as well, uh, winning the Europa League. Um, he's a proven manager, uh, but I think uh, it's, it's just a game too soon for him because it's his first game. He just only started coaching yesterday. So there's going to be 2-0 to Man United. Yeah, I'd, Nick? I would love to say that Villa are going to get a result to extend our lead on Man United. But Villa are very, very poor. And I do not think... Um, he, he's not going to be able to make miracles in, in two, three days. So, unfortunately, I think it will be a 2-1 win for Man United. I say Man United win 4-0. No. Villa didn't have yeah, one that's... shot on target against us. Not one. My prediction is 3-0 to Man United. Southampton versus Newcastle, Silo. Oof. Oh. Yeah, um, is where is this is St. Mary's or, or, or St. Mary's? St. Jesus. St. St. Mary's, or St. Mary's. Uh, I think it'll be a, a, a 2 1, a 2 1 to, to Newcastle. If it's a St. James's, I would have probably added two more goals, but St. Mary's, I'll just give uh, give them two goals only. So 2 1 to Newcastle. Thanks, Celo. I don't think we'll concede. I do think we'll win. I think it will be a 2 0 win, and I think Callum Wilson will seal his place in the World Cup squad with a brace. Oh. And then and then and then get injured. Nah, <laughs> I think I think Newcastle win three now. Yeah, sure. We score a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah, they are scoring. scoring. Mm-hmm. We're scoring a lot of goals. I'm saying one goal, one goal, one nil victory there for Newcastle. You know, I'm Spurs... to see Newcastle with a double figure uh, goal difference in the plus. <laughs> it's normally a double figure minus. minus. <laughs> Steve Bruce things. I, mean, like, I, <laughs> I can't believe it. I've never seen that since like Bobby Robson days. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Spurs versus Liverpool. Yeah, I think yeah, I think uh, you said that uh, Liverpool's obviously playing well in the big games, uh, so I think this is another big game they should play well. Um, so I think two one to 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 Liverpool. Yeah, hmm. I I also think Liverpool. This is their type of game. You you hit the nail on the head, Silo. Um They rise to the occasion. I think they're going to score a couple of goals actually. 
Uh, Spurs, once you open that that defence, they, they they look very vulnerable. So I think a three-one win, Kane to probably get the goal for for Spurs, and then Newcastle to jump into the top three with that result. <laughs> see, I see how he's making predictions. He's making predictions. How Wonga makes predictions. He's moment. hoping for yeah. results there. Yeah. So Son, guys, Son's cracked his cheek. Yeah? So he's yeah, out. He's, I mean, I yeah, he's out. He's out of the World Cup? Yeah, out of the World Cup, yeah, potentially. Guys, guys, Timo Werner's out of the World Cup today as well. Just chill, well. So many, so many Pogba, players, guys, eh? Pogba. Kante, no, Verone, Jota, James, Chilwell. Right. Wonga? Yeah. Just to say, um, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, Son won't be there. So attacking options won't be there. Two midfields, two midfields are a bit tired. But I think, yeah, I think Liverpool will edge it um, over them. They literally um, normally because, play with the big game. Players. <laughs> yeah, so I think it, I think the yeah, what is the right word I want to use? I can't, I forgot now, but yeah, I think Liverpool will, will take this one. Um, uh, I'll say 2 1. Came to score from the spot, penalty spot. <laughs> yeah, he's been scoring, I think, so many of those, eh? Yeah, those are the goals that it's been coming his way. I mean, for me, score in the league. I think he will score. I think captain him this weekend. I think he's going to do something there. Ooh, guys, honest. don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch, watch him, watch him. The, the player is ridiculously unpredictable. You just, I've, just, got, just no, I've, got, I've got no Liverpool players, and I don't think I'll add one till next year. Man. Just, just keep Nunes in. Nunes, <laughs> Nunes. I think you'll, you'll do things. I think moving on, you can have a break. But anyway, I'm, the, I'm, the, the bankers are Man City and, and Newcastle players. Uh, Arsenal used to be. But Jesus hasn't scored in six games, so. Man, just get Saliba. Man, it's the first time ever. I've had three. No, I have, three I have Saliba. I have Saliba, but uh, yeah, but Jesus had to take him out. Saka. No, I have Saka. What's the name? Saliba. No, Saka. All right, gents. Anyway, um, I was gonna go towards a Liverpool victory, uh, but uh, I mean Liverpool draw. I was like. Tell you. Okay, thanks for me. I think I think the Liverpool I think the Liverpool guards have been saying uh, said to him, "What us draw? Come on, what, what, what kind of a fan are you <laughs> predicting a draw for your own team, man? That's madness." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe all of us say that that Liverpool, Liverpool would win, and he says it's going to be a That's draw. A draw huh? Yeah, yeah. Look at the way he's performing. Yeah. Yeah, they doubt in the Liverpool no, camp. <laughs> the only big game they haven't won is against Man United. But every other big game they, they, they won. They beat they beat Newcastle, they beat Arsenal. Oh, did they oh. play Arsenal yet? Did they play you? We smacked them. We gave them a hiding. Yes. Hey. Oh, you, oh, you smacked them. Sorry. So they beat they beat uh, Man City, Newcastle. Okay, yeah. Okay, sorry. 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 Yeah, but, they're struggling, boy. Nothing ah, took them out. Oh, are, you, are you gonna land this for us, Silo? Yeah, let me let me do it. Let me do it. Where where is this thing? Oh, guys, these things are, are tricky. Where is this thing? Uh, have to go through. Right, sorry. Um, yeah, but guys, thank you, thank you for tuning in, guys. Uh, it's obviously been a longer show than, than than planned, but I think that's just because we just had so much to say. Uh, Nick had a lot to say, and, and I think it's because. Nick and Wanga are doing so well that we that we obviously been uh, we, we went longer than an hour. But yeah, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Tabato, in the comment section. And yeah, catch us next week, guys. Uh, for, uh, maybe just the just the final thoughts from 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 you, Wanga, uh, quickly. And final thoughts. Um, I think we'll ask them who the who our best player of the season is, and I think for me currently was 
with Haaland. That's right. my conspiracy. Okay. okay, no, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. And then and then Nick, you, what's 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 your final thought there? Yeah, I think it's good to be back on the show. You know, there's two two weeks left. Um, you know, hopefully we can get. Yo, it's close, eh? points. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to tell you guys that I will be going to with my significant other Savannah. We're going to watch Leicester away on Boxing Day, Leeds at home on the 31st. So we'll be celebrating New Year's in Geordie Land, and oh, um, we'll be watching Arsenal away at the Emirates. So oh, looking lovely. forward to a couple of away days, and uh, yeah. Um, I'll be sure to call you some with us uh, while, 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 while you're that time, man. I think that, that that's freaking amazing, man. And, and, and hopefully, yeah. you enjoy the trip and, 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 and uh, hopefully, you get some victories as well, you know, no, especially at the, the Emirates. Please, man. Please, 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 please. What's your Okay. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, we, we, Nick, we, we're expecting some content there so we can share it with everyone here. Huh? So you must uh, take some clubs and share it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What was your prediction for Liverpool and Spurs? Yeah, that's why you froze. You oh, I was going to say 1-1. Yeah, yeah one, that's one. why you froze. That's why you froze. The Liverpool so got saved. Why must we captain Nunes then? That's your score. Weird, right? One goal is enough, man. One goal, yeah, sure. he needs to give a goal and an assist to be captain. Come on, <laughs> one thing is very last. Helen's defensively captain. Helen is defensively captain. I see what happens when we haven't had a show for a long time. Everyone can talk, yeah? All right, gentlemen, have a good one. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't liked, subscribe, do the right thing. And yes, subscribe and tell your friends, uncles, mothers, brothers, best friend. Hey, Silo. Yeah, yeah, Stop it. Stop it. Stop it.